the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening. Happy hump day. Woo-woo. Hump day. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is not just hump day. It's almost like a Friday because tomorrow we have uh, what is many people's favorite holiday in the United States of America because it's the day in which we celebrate our independence from a tyrannical government. Yeah. Let's give that a shout out. You know, if we can't celebrate this, what can we celebrate in this country? Good grief, man. And they're trying, the left is trying to stop President Trump's plan to celebrate this great nation tomorrow. We're going to talk about that tonight. And there are sure to be plenty of explosions. There's going to be fireworks blowing off everywhere all over the country tomorrow in honor of this great day. In honor of the greatest nation in the history of the world. And we're glad that you are part of tonight's show because we got a lot to talk about as we go into Independence Day tomorrow. And if you want to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. We are, amazingly, given today's glitches on Facebook, we are actually broadcasting on Facebook Live tonight, so do comment there. Always glad to, to have you guys with me on there. And then the number to call in is 888-344-1170. And the man who celebrates this great nation every day, he's not wearing a flag on his shirt today, today though. He should have a flag on his shirt today, if for no other reason than to stick a thumb in the eye of Nike. But it's DJ Carrot Sticks. But I am wearing red, white, and blue. You are re- wearing red, white, and blue. You absolutely are. Um, I, you know, I got to tell y'all, I, in search of my shirt, if you are watching on Facebook Live, I am wearing a U.S. It's got USA on the front and a l- nice little flag attachment on the back. It's almost like a cape. Because you know what? This flag, it is kind of like the symbol, not only the symbol of the country, but it's almost like our cape. Because truly the United States of America, we are the superheroes of the world. But you, you hear people today on the left talking about President Trump's plan for Salute to America tomorrow, and you would think that it was like we were the apartheid nation or something and that we don't have anything to be proud of in this country, and it's absolutely ridiculous. But before we get in, into that, i got to ask you, my man, DJ Karastik, since you do love this country so much, uh, what are you doing tomorrow to celebrate? I'm going to be doing one of the most American things out there, barbecuing. That's and right. hanging out with my buddies down at uh, Ski Beach. Oh, back in the day, AK used to spend Fourth of July with my girl Lori. Lori, if you're listening, you abandoned me down to Mexico, but the the memories of us down at Ski Beach on Fourth of July live on. <laughs> but we don't need to go down that road. <laughs> Not that I did anything I'd be <clears throat> ashamed of. <clears throat> And celebrating this great nation. Uh, No, but uh, this morning when I woke up and I started, uh, you know, getting in touch with what was happening in in the world and in the media today. Oh, my gosh. President Trump's been in two and a half mil. He's pulling two and a half mil from the Park Service, from the Department of Interior to spend on his salute to America. Two and a half mil. Are you kidding me? That's what Obama spent before, you know, he got his family off the ground on their trip to Hawaii. Every year. More, multiple times a year. That's pennies. Are you kidding? We're $20 trillion in debt. Our, our, our annual 
budget that gets busted every year over and over is in the trillions. And people are complaining about two and a half million dollars being taken from the Department of Interior. And by the way, I have family members that worked in Interior. They're they're blowing two and a half million dollars on nothing just in uh, Joshua Tree tomorrow morning. Okay, I mean, that is one of the most wasteful departments in this country. It's a disgrace that anybody's yammering and complaining about that. But, oh, by the way, you want to complain about Trump spending money? Let me tell you, he's pretty much paid for this out of his own pocket because this is a man who's donated his salary since he took office. He gets paid about $400,000 a year, and he has donated four hundred k first two years, and then he's also donated each quarter. I think this past quarter, second quarter, I think he donated – to infrastructure, it might have been, infrastructure projects. So this man's already, he's contributed enough out of his own pocket to pay for this. We are spending probably $2.5 million every year continuing to spend on Obama's mother-in-law, who not only was paid in the White House, but is continuing to be paid by the taxpayers and will be for the rest of her life. I don't want to hear another word from any Democrats, me, about anything that Trump is spending while he's in office. And oh, by the way, speaking of of a, another point of Trump versus Obama, is I posted a report on Twitter the other day that just in in trimming down the administration and the headcount at the White House, Trump has saved twenty million dollars because he's at least thirty six people, and that's just on his staff. I think not even including Melania, thirty six people fewer. This is just anything that they can do to to try to bash Trump about. Oh, this is about him being a dictator. We're going to have, oh my gosh, I don't know if you heard this, DJ Karras, there's going to be tanks rolling tomorrow. Oh my gosh. There's going to be flyovers from the Blue Angels. The left is acting as though this is absolutely extraordinary. Do we have one or two air shows at Miramar every year, DJ Karras? There's the one big one. There's the one big one, but we've got other, I think, smaller ones throughout the years because uh, throughout the year. We've got, in addition to... Uh, the Miramar Air Show. We've got the one thing down on North Island that I went to a couple years back on Media Day that involves uh, uh, North Island Naval Air Station. And then they've also got the sports car thing where you get to ride and a sports car driver takes you around. I, 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 I scream like a little like a little child in that sports car. Uh, we, ought, we have the Blue Angels that do a separate in addition to Miramar Air Show. We have the Blue Angels every year that goes around the country. During Fleet Week, they do training exercises that you can go watch. Absolutely. I personally have gone on Family Day and got to go out off of Point Loma on a USS Destroyer on Family Day, in which they not only, which cost you how much money it costs to take people out and go offshore on that all day. They fed us all, thousands of family members on that. They shot off the canyons. I don't even know what they shot out in the water. I mean, that cost, that, that cost a huge amount of money. Um, we, we've, got, we've got demonstrations that all throughout the year to show pride in the, in the military. It's, it's part of the recruitment because they want to recruit great people into the military, so it's a way to recruit people. It's a way to, for people to feel good. Hey, this is where your tax dollars have gone to, to equip. It's part of our culture, too, in this country because let's remind everybody, were it, were it not for the United States of America, would this world have been saved from communism, Nazism? Would, would the Jews have been freed from the real concentration camps, AOC. Let's look at all the other contributions made. So our military, where our military is also the first ones that show up at like after the tsunami and the tidal wave in Phuket. Uh, I think it was Thailand, and it's happened a couple times. I personally have friends that have flown and dropped humanitarian supplies to people around the world. Our military is delivering most of that. You look at. Uh, what's going on in Iraq and Afghanistan, how much have, has our military done to build hospitals, to build schools, 
libraries. I think Trump is complaining that we spent, I don't know how many millions of dollars on a gas station in Iraq. Our military does that. Our military also works as ambassadors around the world to people. Major General Bob Scales said to me on the fifth anniversary of 9-11, he said, if you look at all the world's strife since the United States of America began, the solution always began with a member of the United States military walking the street in a uniform. That contribution alone to the world is worth celebrating tomorrow with tanks rolling down the street, with the Blue Angels flying over. With our military, we and we another exhibition of the military is usually the marching bands, and we have the football, uh, the football games between the different military institutions. I happened to watch my godson Woodrow was inducted into Annapolis Military Academy. I got to watch the induction ceremony. That costs money to do that. This is a part of our culture, and it's definitely something to be proud of. But let's also talk about other things that we have to be proud of tomorrow. That's only come about. This is just a partial list list from the greatest country in the history of the world. That we have to be proud of tomorrow. Uh, it was the United States of America that uh, created flight. Look at all of our inventions, DJ Carrot Sticks. You t- let me know if you can think of any other ones as well. Um, we developed flight, the light bulb, uh, the uh, electricity, the telephone, the computer, the TV. There have been advancements that have been made by other countries in terms of our technology. But it all started here in the United States of America as well as our medical our medical technology and research and development. It was the United States of America that cured, cured polio. It's the United States of America that's made the advancements it has in the HIV. And it's been the United States of America, by the way, that's taken that technology, vaccinations and otherwise, taken it around the world to keep other people safe. What did we not invent here in the United States of America? Slavery. Slavery that started before the United States of America and slavery that continues around the world today. We didn't create it. Were we a part of it at some point? Yes, we were. But so was every other major country around the world. We didn't start it. But you know, we ended it here in the United States of America. And who ended it? The Republican Party ended it. Anything else you think that I I mentioned? Well, you have to think about our allies, too, how much we've contributed to them. And, and kept them safe. And because some, some of the countries don't have armies because we vowed to protect them. And so they're allowed to use their other resources towards technology and science. That's a great, that's a great point because that's why we still have the bases that we have in Europe. Because we kept a presence there just like we've kept a presence in Japan and all around the world. Because, it, because we are the greatest military, the, the superpower of the world. And people have been able to tap into that and, and be safe. And be free and use their resources somewhere else. But President Trump wanted to come in and say, you know what? It's time for your other countries to stop relying solely on the United States of America and start ponying up, including NATO. Um, we've, there's so many, though, incredible food uh, innovations that the United States of America has created. Uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken, for one. I think, did we not invent the Twinkie? Hostess Cupcakes? I don't know if I'd be proud of that. <laughs> what? Come on, man. How about, let's, how about tater tots? Tater tots. I'm not sure who invented the tater tot, but that is culinary genius. I do think it was probably an American, even if we didn't invent the tater tot. I do. I guarantee it was an American that came up with the idea of tater tot nachos and covering tots with some chili cheese. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to continue this discussion. And we're also going to talk about uh, the fact we're, we've got Mark Meckler. He's president of Citizens of Self-Governance and Convention of States. He's a grassroots activist and he's a Daily Caller opinion editor. We're going to talk to him about the fact that, and I, I kind of referenced this last night, but there was a Gallup poll that came out 
and um, that, you know, not enough Americans, in my opinion, are proud of the country. Uh, but he might disagree with me because he, th- he says that 74 percent of the voters um, believe that our system is badly broken, but he thinks that there is a way to fix it. So we're going to talk to him on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. The answer. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Hi, friends. Do you work with an investment advisor or do you work with a broker? Well, investment advisors are bound to a fiduciary standard that was established as part of the Investment Advisors Act of 1940. The act is pretty specific and it tells us what a fiduciary is. And basically, it means that an advisor must place the interests of the client first. It consists of a duty of loyalty and care and it simply means that the advisor must always act in the best interest of his or her client. It also means that an advisor must do his best to make sure that the investment advice that is given is using accurate and complete information. So friends, do you work with a registered investment advisor that has a fiduciary standard or do you work with a broker that's earning commissions? If you'd like to talk about it, make sure you give me a call for your free consultation. 800-727-PLAN. 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider, 800-727-PLAN. Old Fashioned Roofing Company reminds everyone listening, it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when our children will be exposed to drugs. Peer pressure is the number one reason children try drugs, and without proper education, this may lead to drug abuse. Parents, this problem can be prevented. Remember, the strongest weapons you have in the war against drugs are love, guidance, and respect. Brought to you by Billy Ray and his staff at Old Fashioned Roofing Company, serving all of San Diego since 1979. Visit online at oldfashionedroofing.com. They're on the air because they care about the kids in our community. And Vector Moving and Storage reminds everyone, be especially alert for children around crosswalks, schoolyards, and playground areas. Remember, it's up to you, the motorist, to make sure that children are always seen and never hurt. Brought to you by Vector Moving and Storage. For more information, call 844-468-6683 or visit online at vectormoving.com. 
Sun Garden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Sylvia taught school for 25 years before retiring and traveling the world with her beloved husband before he passed. My kids put me in here, and I thought, oh, great, they shuffled me off. But after I got here, the people were so wonderful. Sylvia found the perfect place where she could meet new friends and enjoy the activities. I enjoy the card games. If I win anything, <laughs> if I don't win anything, I don't enjoy it as much. But I do enjoy the activities, and there's a nice variety, so you don't get tired or bored. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. Call 619-464-CARE. FM 96.1 North County. And AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's not only hump day, it is the night before America's birthday. Tomorrow we celebrate America's 243rd birthday. And I hope whatever you do tomorrow that you enjoy yourself and celebrate the greatest country in the history of the world. DJ Carrot Sticks, are you eating apple pie tomorrow? Don't tell me you're not, man. Probably not apple pie. I will have a hamburger. All right. With, with or without the bread, because you're supposed to be ketoing. No it. bread, protein All right. style. All right. Well, we are celebrating America's birthday tomorrow. Before the break, we were talking about everything that America has contributed to the world, and it's absolutely disgusting to me to see the left apoplectic over President Trump's plan for his salute for America tomorrow. And joining me to talk about tomorrow and why it's so important for us and why and why it's an opportunity for us to unite as a country is Mark Meckler. He's president of Citizens of Self Government. Governance and Convention of States. He's a grassroots activist and Daily Caller opinion editor. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, great to be with you guys. All right. So um, tomorrow's America's birthday. And, you know, there's I, I, lead, the lead up into this year's 4th of July has been a constant anti-American attack, whether it's the New York, New York Times saying the other day, America's just OK, to then Nike uh, producing a shoe with Betsy Ross's flag on it that was perfectly OK for Obama for his uh, second inauguration and then throwing that shoe in our face. Um, you know, I, it's it's the left has been trying a really long time now to convince Americans that America is awful and terrible. And but you say that tomorrow is a great opportunity for Americans to to unite, that we've got a de- uh, the Democrats, America and Republicans, America. But tomorrow's an opportunity to unite. Explain. Well, look, if you look at the numbers, some people see this as depressing. I see it as encouraging. Two thirds of Americans say that tomorrow is a very important holiday. And I think that's extraordinary with the assault that's taken place by the left over the last, say, 50 years against America, everything American. I think it's incredible that two-thirds of Americans still say that this country is important, that this country is good. I think it shows that the idea of American exceptionalism is deep in Americans' DNA. And this is something around which we can unite for sure. Well, they're trying to divide us. You know, a lot of people started pointing out with this whole Kaepernick-Nike thing, saying, you know what, he he was supposedly kneeling about police brutality. Now we find out it was really about the flag all along. Well, you know what, I said it was about the flag all along, and I said that's why they specifically have chosen the national anthem as a moment with which to take a knee, to take a knee because that's the moment in which whether you're – 
opposing teams on a football field or whether you're across the aisle from each other in Congress. The national anthem, the flag, this country is what we're supposed to all be united around. And they've been working to divide us on on the basis of pushing this anti-Americanism. And, you know, it's it's been kind of working because you've got Charlottesville now with no Thomas Jefferson Day. Um, we've got statues being taken down everywhere. And the ultimate goal is to convince Americans that if if our founders, we can't have Betsy Ross's flag, that if the if they can get Americans to think that it was what it was founded on was bad and evil, then they can transform us into their Marxist utopia. And I feel like they've made some progress there when Gallup comes back and says with their poll uh, that only 32% of Americans uh, 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 are proud of the American political system and 37% the health and welfare systems. No, they say that 32% of respondents say the American political system is not a source of pride and that the health and welfare system is, is not a source of pride for most Americans. That's kind of scary. It is scary, but look, to be fair right now, if you look at the sickness infecting our American political system, it's bad. And so I understand why people feel that way. And, and I think we need to look back at history, too. There's an interesting view of the American Revolution that can be had if you look at the guys that were writing about it at the time it was happening. And I'm talking about people both in England and on the, uh, here in the United States at the time, the colonies. Because one of the things they were writing is that they were actually – very much enamored with the British system of government. I'm talking about people who didn't like what was going on. They still said that the British system of government was the best system of government ever instituted among men for the preservation of liberty. Right. So what that means is they liked their system of government, but what they said is, at that time, believe it or not, they had three branches of government in England. They had the monarchy, the courts, and the judiciary, and the parliament. And they said all three branches of government are now conspiring against the people. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So, so they would have the same complaint that we did uh, and that we do. In other words, we like our system. The system itself is really good, the best system ever designed, in my opinion, for the preservation of liberty. But today, all three branches of government are conspiring against the interests of the people. So that's mm-hmm. what we're frustrated about. Well, yeah. And conservatives, uh, the, the thing that, was, that President Trump said in his inauguration speech that meant the most to me was, was when he said, today is the day that the government gets returned to the people. And that's one reason why he was elected into office, because we could see that it was beca- becoming a uniparty system with both Republicans and Democrats just caring about re- retaining their power. They didn't care about fulfilling the will of the people. They didn't care about fulfilling their campaign promises. They didn't care that we had $20 trillion in debt, an open border. The Obamacare was failing. And, you know, the people were like, well, let's let's bring in an outsider and restore the power back. But many conservatives are frustrated right now because we still have an open border. The Republicans haven't done anything to stop that. What could Trump had achieved in the past two and a half years if we had a Republican Party as committed to fulfilling his agenda, which was what the American people wanted, had they just worked with him? We'd be so much much better off. Off and we wouldn't have so much of the issues that we've got today, yes? No, I completely agree with you. Look, to me, the greatest frustration in America today is not the Democratic Party. I expect the Democrats to be essentially my opponents in the political system. I expect them to have different ideas than I do. What I don't expect is to be betrayed by the Republican Party. And, and certainly, I, I don't think it's too strong to say the Republican Party, those in Congress, betrayed us after the president was elected. They had a chance to do all the things that they promised they would do, and they did virtually none of them. They 
continue to run up the debt. They didn't repeal Obamacare. All the things they promised they were going to deliver, they did not deliver. And I think that's a true betrayal of the American people. Yeah. And going into 2020, uh, um, you know, I, I, I don't I think that the voters will continue to reward, unfortunately, but fortunately, because when you look at the contrast, though, as much as the Republicans have betrayed the voters, when we when you see those Democrat debates that we saw and you see that they are raising their hand to give health care to the illegals that come into this country. And you see Amy Klobuchar talking about how every Hispanic should be able to vote, i.e. obviously including illegals, talking about abortion on demand up to birth, 70 percent taxes. I mean, the insanity going on with the left. I still think every Republican should, you know, no matter how betrayed they feel, still be prepared to go vote Republican. But I, you know, we've started having discussions here at the radio station, Mark, to where it was like, you know what, if that if half the country really wants what we saw being expressed on the stage at those Democrat debates, how do we how do we unify with people that want that? Because there's no way that I can unify with anybody that's on board with that, because that's they're on board with wanting Venezuela. When do we start going? You know what? Let's stop trying to unify, maybe split up, give them 25 states and we take 25 states. Well, look, first of all, I think we need to remember that what you saw on stage, I, I call those the 20 percenters, because the things that they were discussing, uh, universal health care for illegal aliens, completely open borders, those ideas don't have the support of any more than 20 percent of the American public. So that's who they're pitching to. I don't think it's anywhere near 50 percent. I think those things are going to backfire on them. There was a time in American history where you could veer far to the left during the primaries, and then people wouldn't remember it when the general election came around. Now with the Internet, with the 24-7 news cycle, everything you say as a candidate is remembered and repeated. That's going to come back to bite him. I think it's going to cost him the election. Well, I think it does, too. And you know what? Everybody, oh, all the buzz was about Kamala Harris, even, you know, taking out Biden with her busing thing, although she really overplayed her hand. But that's now, you know, her Bosnian sniper fire story. In my opinion, because none of it, none of it played out. And even Willie Brown is coming out and saying, Kamala, girl, you ain't even got a chance of beating Trump. There, there was nobody on that stage that has a, a chance of beating Trump. But but what concerns me is that even if none of them can beat Trump, there's the, the fact that we even have 20 percent or 25 percent of Americans that are on board with ushering in socialism in this country, that, that's kind of scary to me. They're continuing to make progress. I think that, that, that one of the main ways that they've done that is hijacking our school systems. And we as well, Republicans... You know, I, I totally agree with that. By the way, I graduated from San Diego State. You did! I was a, I was a victim of San Diego State's education, honestly. Oh, uh-oh. My, one of my besties went to state now. You be nice, Mark. <laughs> I met my wife there, so I'm very fond of state, but not as an educational institution. I learned a horrifying version of American history. I learned all the evils of America. Everything that we say that the liberal institutions teach that's bad, I learned there at state a lot of years ago. I graduated from state in 1985, and they were teaching all that bad stuff then. This is why people believe these things, and we, it's hard to blame the people. They've been taught this stuff from the time they're in kindergarten till the time they go through post-secondary education. Mm-hmm. What do we expect them to believe? We've abdicated the educational system to the radical leftists in America. Yeah, we have, and and it's and one of the impacts of that is now, you know, we get frustrated when we have somebody who, uh, that gets nominated for SCOTUS, and then they betray us. And you know, the left gets it right every time. We're lucky if we get fifty percent, you know, out of a Republican nominee, and it's because these dudes are coming out of Georgetown. They're coming out of Harvard. They're coming out of these far left Marxist, you know, steeped institutions. I think it's time we start nominating some SCOTUS that don't 
come out. I can't even stand the Ivy League at this point. I can't even look at them. I say it's time we start nominating some SCOTUS people from my alma mater, LSU, or maybe, you know, from some more conservative, you know, schools. Um, I wish I had more time with you, Mark. I hope you come back. Final thoughts for us uh, as we go into Independence Day? Yeah, I mean, I would say final thoughts are this. If you've, if you've never done this before, take the time to read George Washington's farewell speech. Every school kid in America read that every single year up until the 19, early 1900s. Washington warns us of everything that's going on in the country right now. One of the main things he warns us about is secularization. He says if we become a secular nation, we'll lose the republic. I think we're in danger of that. Mm-hmm. Read that speech. Read it with your kids. Remember it, because Washington words are prophetic. Absolutely. Mark Meckler, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. Happy Fourth of July and Independence Day. Same to you. God bless. Thank you. All right, before we take a break, it looks like our buddy Brett from Australia is on the line. He wants to wish us a happy Independence Day. G'day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Glad to hear from you. It's been a while since you called in. How are things down under? Uh, well, we've got winter at the moment and probably the coldest temperatures ever in Australia's history in the southern states. So we're sort of freezing at the moment. How could, that's how, all good. Well, no, wait, wait, uh, hold we, up a second. We've hold, got our own issues. Well, hold up a second. How, how could you be freezing down there when we got global warming? Everybody's tweeting. Bette Midler was tweeting out today at President Trump. How can you be talking about a salute to America when it's 115 degrees in France? Well, I think the ironic thing was Al Gore was here about a month ago doing some talks in uh, Brisbane, Queensland, and talking about global warming. And the funny thing was about 100 miles away from him, it was snowing. (laughs) 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 Oh, my gosh. And no doubt doubt his footprint was bigger than his mouth. He probably flew in on the biggest private private jet possible probably rented out an entire top floor of a hotel just for himself and whatever masseuse he decided to bring in and get handsy with. Um, wish we had more time. Really? What do you want to share with us before yeah. we got to let you go, my friend? I just wanted to say, I mean, he walked away with quarter of a million dollars of Australia's taxpayers' money for speaking for three days. Uh-uh. But look, I just want to wish everybody the safest and most beautiful Independence Day. Have a fabulous 4th of July and, and let's just keep getting ahead. Oh, the world needs America great again. Well, absolutely. And uh, we love you all down in Australia. You're like our sister country. Uh, many people say Sydney oh, is, is kind of like our San Diego. And so we love you down there. And we, Brett, thank you for calling in the show. We love you. All right. We are going to take a break. We come back. we got more to talk about on tonight's Andrew K. Show. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk about the new legislation involving hair. You heard me. More Andrew K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. 
Call Al Arias at A.B. Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at abariasco.com. KCQ San Diego. K241CT Oceanside. The answer. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses right here in San Diego? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll be introduced to our three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the San Diego area who want to learn how to get started making money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. San Diego is a perfect market for my system. And this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where we'll share how to get started making money flipping houses and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82000. So you sit down and do your budget, and you look at all your monthly costs and your bills and your income, and it seems like there's never quite enough. You know what would really help. Finding $500 a month to help balance things out. That is the typical savings. $500 a month for a family when you switch to MediShare for your health care. And when it comes to health care sharing ministries, MediShare is really the gold standard. It's been around for 25 years and has more than 400,000 members. It's been around so long and grown so much because... It works. And whether you're single or married or have kids, this could make sitting down to do a monthly budget a lot more fun. $500 a month can more than cover a car payment or pay back loans, whatever. So join MediShare and go out to dinner to celebrate. Here's the number to call. They are incredibly kind and helpful to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. my surf moves to get big 4th of July summer savings at Toyota Carlsbad. <laughs> Standing on top of the ironing board isn't surfing. I was surfing Toyota Carlsbad's website and we can buy our new Toyota online with ToyotaCarlsbad.com's express purchase. Really? And we'll deliver it to my pretend beat. Wow. Yeah, right now we can get humongous savings at Toyota Carlsbad's huge selection on Tacomas, RAV4s, Camrys, and more. I like that. So what do you say, Gidget? Shall we paddle on over to Toyota Carlsbad? Gidget? Carl, I think you've had too many white Yeah, you're probably right. But you sure look cute in those surf trunks. And you'll look great as we cruise down the 101 in a new Toyota from Toyota Carlsbad. As long as you wipe the zinc oxide off your nose. Well, you know, I didn't want to burn with such hot deals. Toyota Carlsbad. At this 4th of July summer sale, Toyota Carlsbad catch big savings with factory rebates or lease specials. Surf the web at toyotacarlsbad.com or ride to Toyota Carlsbad today. Toyota Carlsbad, I-5, Cannon Road, Cartridge, Carlsbad. Sale ends July 8th. FM 96.1 North County AM 1170 San Diego The answer Andrea K the donut queen of San Diego it's the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego That's my favorite Favorite jam for American women. Factoid written by a Canadian. Was it real? Uh-uh. Uh, the Canadian band, The Who. Oh, okay. They're Canadian. Well, you know what? Th- nobody did it better. Nobody did this song better than my man Lenny Kravitz. 
And I love it. That is, that's a song out there for you American women out there. You American women who love this country. You love your guns. You love your God. You love your Bible. And you're going to be celebrating this country tomorrow. Hat tip to you ladies out there. And you know what? There was a time in this country. We celebrate this country in spite of the fact that there was a time when we couldn't even vote. DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, you know what? We proudly... We're the flag on our back and on bumper stickers on our car. And we love this country anyway, because even though it's not perfect, we know it's the greatest country in the history of the world. DJ Carrot Sticks. And it was the, actually the guess who, not the who. Oh, the guess who. Okay. They were right. Canadian. Oh, very good. Okay. Um, so since you're doing keto, man, what are you eating tomorrow? Hot dog? So a lot of meat and cheese. A lot of meat and cheese. Okay. Um, where are you watching the fireworks tomorrow? Big Bay Boom is happening tomorrow. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't go off all at once again. All right. <laughs> Remember that? It was like three years ago? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah people, be... people waited like five hours, drive time there, drive time home, and it was over in like five seconds. Well, the funny thing was uh, the year prior, I was talking to my cousin. I was like, wouldn't that be cool if they just did them all off at once? And the next year it happened, and it really wasn't that cool. No. Because it was just a real short, big boom, but yeah. very short. Yeah. So you know, I'll be watching down at from Ski Beach. Oh, that's right. You said you were going to be at Ski Beach earlier. All right. Um, you know what's not cool? We have in this state, we're celebrating the country tomorrow, but you, everybody knows what's, what the state of the state of California is. We've got homelessness like crazy here in this country. Tent cities everywhere. Hob- one called lovingly Hobo Jungle. We've got Skid Row in L.A. that has become so rat-infested that our buildings downtown, our police departments are completely rat-infested. You can't afford to buy a home in this country. We talked in this state. It, you know, the uh, they, some real estate com- com- company said it could take up to 30 years to save up 20% if you make a median wage here in this, in, in this state. we got major problems in the state of California. But guess what Gavin Newsom did today? Got a guess, DJ Carrot Sticks? He came up with the cr- <laughs> the Crown Act. You know, like the crown of your head. He signed into law today the Crown Act, SB 188, which is, and this is the actual title, DJ Carrot Sticks, creating a respectful and open workplace for natural hair. Yeah, that's right, DJ Karastix. You don't have to worry about dying away, die, you know, dying your hair if you were thinking about dying it at some point. You can keep it natural, man. What I heard this today. Our general manager here actually saw this article and forwarded it to me. I was like, say what? Legislation to protect natural hair. What does that what does that even mean to protect natural hair? I don't even know what that means. Because first of all, nobody in California has natural hair. Everybody dyes their hair. They cut their hair. They put extensions in their hair. They curl their hair. There ain't nobody walking out of the house in San Diego, California with natural hair. Well, I'm thinking it's discriminatory towards bald people. (laughs) That's not fair. Exactly. I don't even know what this means. Well, then you get inside of it. And it, 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 it supposedly protects discrimination against dreadlocks, cornrows, and other natural hairstyles. Well, dreadlocks, uh, dreadlocks is, is a hairstyle. That's not natural hair. Nobody, nobody's born with dreadlocks. I know what I'm doing over the weekend. Cornrows. <laughs> yeah, show me the pic of a baby born, born with cornrows. <laughs> happening. This is so insane. We've, we have, we've gone insane. If any group gets we've discriminated for the hair, it's redheads more than anybody else. <laughs> 
Nobody's born with dreadlocks or cornrows. There's no such thing as natural dreadlocks. And oh, by the way, I was behind a woman, Yvonne's the other day, who looked like she was 45 years old of, I don't know what her ancestry was, but, you know, the woman probably can never get a tan no matter how much she lays out in the sun. And she had dreadlocks because, you know what, it's a style. This is insane. This is meant... It goes on, this is about protecting people of color from being victims of a Eurocentric view of beauty. This is just in, literal insanity. This is about manufacturing victimhood out there where there is none. That, that, getting serious here, there was a boy who was told, who had dreadlocks, who was going to a private Christian school, and they had a length of hair policy, just like the military. There are schools out there that say that if you're, if you're a young man, you can't grow your hair past your ears. So he claimed, this boy who had dreadlocks, his family claimed that it was discrimination. No, it's discrimination if some other white kid was allowed to have his hair that long and your kid wasn't. That's when it's discrimination. What you're looking for is actual, you're the ones being discriminatory because you're wanting an accommodation that some other kid doesn't get simply because of your color or because of the style that you want to grow your hair. This is insane. This is where we're at in this country. Um, Got to move on, though. But you know, Yesterday, there was breaking news that President Trump and the Trump administration had given up on the, sens- uh, the citizenship question in the census. Uh, the DOJ reversed its position. President Trump tweeted out this morning. He said, uh, no, we have not. We're, we ain't given up. I don't remember exactly what he said in the tweet. He said, we're not giving up on adding the census citizenship question on the census. So then, of course, the DOJ scrambles. Joseph Hunt, an assistant AG in the DOJ Civil Division, said that the department has been instructed to examine, and I quote, whether there is a path forward consistent with the Supreme Court's decision that would allow us to include the citizenship question on the census. Hat tip to Trump, man. He tweeted out. He said, I ain't giving it up. And then the judge, this dude, George Hazel, an Obama appointee, he says, you know, I don't know how many federal judges have Twitter accounts and, and follow Trump, but I followed Trump. So, you know, what he says he wants to continue this. I'm going to give him till Friday at two to let me know whether or not they want to go forward with uh, trying to trying to fight the situation, whether or not they they want to pursue, uh, including the question in the census. So they're going to pursue this. And, you know, hat tip to President Trump for that. As our friend of the show, Tom DeBacaro, tweeted yesterday, he said he said only in America could the question of citizenship on the census be considered racist, but not asking what someone's race is. Right, you're you're laughing, you're giggling, DJ Kirsten. I didn't even think about that. That's right. such common sense. It's common sense, but it's so true of where we're at in this country. All right, so uh, we are about to take a break here. Go into our last segment of the night before uh, Independence Day here, and we've got a couple of uh, non-Independence uh, Day stories, but one out of Flint, Michigan. Because you know, it's the Democrats saying that it's the Republicans, right, right that want us to all drink crappy water. We got an update on the Flint, Michigan water situation, as well as more uh, from the intolerant left. A little follow up on the Antifa, uh, the left intolerance towards conservatives. Stay tuned, Marie Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney, Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. KCQ, San Diego, K241CT, Oceanside. The answer. This is Andrea Kay on behalf of Move America Forward. This week, President Trump called up 1,000 more of our military to serve in the Middle East. Meanwhile, Secretary of State Mike Pompeo was in Tampa at a military base and delivered the message that we need to thank our military for their willingness to serve at these challenging times. Uh, We are providing them with the resources they need to be successful, to continue to engage in the activities in a way that will deliver good outcomes, and to thank them for their willingness to uh, take this ultimate risk that that every service member faces. The same thing I'd like to share with the families uh, that are here at CENTCOM and at SOCOM. Uh, Thank them uh, for their amazing professionalism work and their willingness uh, to serve America at these challenging times. all need to thank our military for their willingness to take the ultimate risk that every service member faces. We need to step up and send care packs to our troops for 4th of July Independence Day. And we need your help. Won't you go to the phone right now at 833-287-6677. That's 833-287-6677. All it takes is just $25 to send a care pack to one of our brave men and women serving overseas. Give what you can, but send that message of support. Here is Melanie Morgan, co-founder of Move America Forward. I was just looking at a pile of letters sitting on my desk right now from people who have received our care packages from our troops overseas. And this particular letter came from Iraq, from a soldier there who said, My team and I really appreciate the support and thoughts. We're all part of a small team deployed to the Middle East to support, rebuild, and stabilize the region there. Won't you stand with our military? Call right now. 833-287-6677. Give $100 and we'll send you a $25 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House to say thank you while supplies last. Call 833-287-6677 or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's 833-287-6677. Bill Holland with The Answer on Wall Street. Stocks slept through an early out session today with sluggish trading and Many make it a five-day celebration of the nation's birthday, but the market closed at 10 a.m. at record levels. We created only 108,000 private sector jobs last month. We'll see the jobs data for June to on Friday morning. Jobless claims down 8,000 last week. But we still may have to wait till next week to return to normal. The Treasury 10 still calling for a rate cut, oil holding at 56 or so as demand worries persist. Tesla up 11 on record results after many had counted it out for dead. Broadcom put Semantic in play, Dell and Hewlett joined the others in moving assets out of China. And Ford, second quarter sales down 4.1%. 
Bill Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1. North County. AM 1170. San Diego. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. I can't hear that song without tearing up, man. I mean, it gets me. It just does. I don't know how anybody could not love this country and, and what we've meant to the world. And I am so proud to be from the United States. And you know what? There's a reason why. People aren't flooding to leave this country. People are flooding in. Uh, President Trump's salute to America is tomorrow morning. Uh, but don't try to tune in to ABC, CBS, and NBC to see President Trump show his love for this country because they don't plan to show it, uh, which is just absolutely uh, just uh, un-American. There I said it. Fox News will have it if you want to watch it. Fox News is going to have a two-hour special on the event. C-SPAN will air it live um, I can't wait to see it because, you know, this President Trump loves this country. You got to remember, this is a man that has sacrificed his life, his family's life, his business, and a whole lot of money uh, just to try to restore America's greatness. And he has done more for this country in the past two years to restore it back to its, to, uh, and that's why the left hates him because they, they know what Obama was trying to do try to transform America. Why are you going to try to transform the greatest country in the history of the world? No, what you, when you've got something great, you want to preserve it. You want to preserve its greatness, uh, not transform it. Um, got to get into uh, a story here because, you know, the left, if you watch the, those Democrat debates, man, the way they, they run this, the Republicans down and the constant false accusations and the scurrilous lies about how Republicans hate old people. Republicans hate kids. We're, the, we're waging a war against Americans. We don't care about minorities. We don't care about poor people. We don't care about the environment. Don't care about water. Who remembers the Flint, Michigan water story with the lead in it and how toxic it was? Uh, so uh, it was such a major problem that $647 million in state and federal aid has gone to Flint, Michigan, a city that's only got 100,000 people in it. $647 million because it was considered a public health emergency. And what did the mayor, a Democrat, just do? They decided to cancel a contract with a company called Goyette Mechanical, who was the lowest bidder, who is a company that's been around for 90 years that specializes in municipal water projects. The lowest bidder. They have uh, completed previous work on time. In other words, this is a 90-year record of success. They specialize in this in this type of issue. The mayor has decided, and this is a public health emergency, $647 million. The mayor decided to cancel their contract after they were the lowest bidder and give it to this company called W.T. Stevens, which is what? Politically connected. Oh, what a shock, right? What a shock. And this con- uh, company, W.T. Stevens, is so far behind on previous work that the res- residents will have to wait now up to two years. So they, they want to cancel the contract with the low bidder. Now we've got an issue of bid, a bid rigging. And on top of it, why do they want to give it to W.T. Stevens? Because in addition to this company being politically connected, it's, it's uh, black owned. And that's one of the reasons that they've stated that they want it to go to this, co- this company. So we've got bid rigging, racial discrimination, a waste of state and federal taxpayer dollars, and then an estimated wait time of two additional years. For the citizens to get clean drinking water. 
That's what's going on in Flint, Michigan. That is your city under Democrat control. This is what Democrats bring. They're the party of crony capitalism. They're the party of wasting dollars. They're the party that does not care about minorities, doesn't care about the health of the citizens, doesn't care about the environment. They're liars. That's who they are. AOC's down at the border complaining about illegals having to drink water out of, out of toilets, which was a lie, when they're drinking fresh water out of water fountains that they just don't like the design. Where, why isn't she up in Flint, Michigan, addressing this? Because they don't care. That's why. I tell you what else they don't care about. They don't care about how children are treated uh, in this country. Are you aware, DG Carrot Sticks? Have you heard of, yeah, you don't do much Twitter. Do you know who Mini AOC is? No. Mini AOC is this adorable little brunette girl. Uh, her name is Ava Martinez. She's eight years old. She's just a little, like, comedian. So she and her stepfather, Salvador Sh- uh, Schachter, who goes by the name Sick and Tirade, uh, which is a great uh, Twitter name, they decided to uh, do a mini AOC, which is a parody account. He says she's a natural performer. She loves to entertain. Uh, so she started mocking AOC with her hair pulled back in a ponytail, the glasses, red lipstick. She's done just some amazing parody stuff. I mean, it's kind of like a Twitter version of Saturday Night Live, right? Like mocking people. She did videos to where like a couple of things she said is, and she doesn't like this like little valley girl speak. She's like, okay, like, hello, America, AOC here again. Uh, but this time I'm from Washington, D.C., which is named after our first president, George Washington, D.C. <laughs> She's totally clever. I don't, I don't know who was writing it. She's like, here's another one. My Green New Deal will cost like $93 trillion. Uh, do you know how much money that is? Well, me neither. Because it's totally worth it. Like if sea levels keep rising, we won't be able to drive to Hawaii anymore. So just totally cute and charming. Um, well, like I'm AOC. And like I'm back home in New York. The Windy City. <laughs> home of former heavyweight boxing champ Rocky Balboa. <laughs> she's totally cute well she had to pull down had to pull all of her social media down her stepfather had to do it he tweeted out today because of the death threats that she an eight-year-old child and her family has received death threats this is how sick the left is in this country i wonder if alec baldwin got death threats from when he did trump on on saturday night live i can't imagine it. it yeah because why because you know what, parody, comedy, who cares? We can think that somebody may hit below the belt with, with some of the stuff that's done. You know, in, here's how in, in um, t- 2008, I don't remember who, oh, Tina Fey uh, did Sarah Palin, did a knockout, amazing impersonation of her. I can see Russia from my house. What did, how did Sarah Palin respond? She showed up at Saturday Night Live. When Dana Carvey did uh, Herbert Walker Bush. Didn't he go to the correspondence dinner? Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah, he was invited. We don't, I, I'm not aware of any conservative issuing death threats against, against anybody. I, and I'm wondering now if when that crazy congresswoman Democrat, the one who dresses like she's a bag of Skittles with all like the color-coordinated bright, who said yesterday that there should be criminal punishment for mocking Congress, was that because of this mini AOC? Where's the sense of humor? This is about – this is this – is, and, and we talked about this. Antifa might have been, might be the domestic terrorist group that's physically attacking people on the streets. But we've got, we've got the social justice warrior version through doxing and and destroying conservatives through death threats, doxing, wanting to intimidate and destroy people personally, professionally, financially. Where does this end? 
This is a little eight-year-old girl. This is your Democrat Party, America. Well, you know, we want to end on a positive note because tomorrow we celebrate America. We celebrate. I'm not happy that the Gallup poll said uh, uh, so many Americans aren't proud of our political system. We should be proud because our political system, this experiment that was the United States of America, the first capitalist system that was about individual freedom, individual responsibility, limited government, Free markets is what has created the greatest country in the face of the, of the earth that has provided the greatest amount of humanitarian aid and military military aid and technolo- technological advancement in the world is to be celebrated tomorrow. Love you all. Have a great night. Happy 4th of July and Independence Day. Love you, America. God bless America. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.